0: Hello and welcome to Selling AV, the first and only podcast dedicated especially to those in the daily business of selling AV products and services. I am your host, the AV phenom, Mark Coxon. And before I get started, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Tascam. Tascam is a manufacturer of professional grade recording and playback gear. If you don't know about Taskham, you need to go over to TaskCam.com. all right and with that we are talking about fighting consumerization we talked about that a little bit last time and if you didn't catch my last podcast on this you should go back and get the tips um, from that one but I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about a strategy um, that I've used in the past when talking to people uh, who want to hire you to do AV work but also want to supplement your work by buying some of the gear on their own. They think they can get a better deal at Costco or on Amazon by buying displays somewhere else or products somewhere else and then they um, ask if they could provide you that equipment and just you add that in as part of your um, service. So two things on that. Number one, as AV people we know there are some differences between professional grade equipment. And consumer grade equipment. Sometimes those things are strictly warranty, sometimes those things may be features, um, those may be um, things like control ports, or they may be even things like uh, differences in VGA chipsets or things like that for displaying computer resolutions, etc. Now, a lot of times, if you just start spouting out a list of features that your professional grade products have that the consumer grade ones don't, the person across the table from you um, may or may not understand why those are important. Um, Or it may just sound like you're making a bunch of excuses as to why your product costs twice as much as the consumer grade version. So typically what I do in these type of situations, as opposed to getting into a direct conversation on feature by feature, why the commercial grade piece is better, I use a strategy called dropping breadcrumbs. And the strategy really comes down to this, is that I will concede almost immediately uh, the sale of that equipment. So say somebody asked me to use consumer grade gear. You know what, sir, I have a lot of people ask me that. They have Costco membership and they just want to buy these displays somewhere else. Um, I'm happy to do that. You know, most people who are buying my professional grade gear, they're really only doing that because, you know, they want a three-year warranty or they're using these 24-7. They want to make sure that they're, um, you know, on all the time in the lobby or perhaps, you know, they they have... Uh, Another feature or something you can drop as you walk away, I call it dropping breadcrumbs because I've already kind of conceded the sale, but then I give the reasons that other people make a different decision as I'm kind of walking away from that it's less argumentative and a less little less confrontational Um, and what you do typically is you get somebody to pick up. Those breadcrumbs. They hear something about the warranty or they hear something about the backlight or they hear something about the, the service cycle and all of a sudden they say wait a second tell me a little bit more about that. And then you have the opportunity to pitch your feature advantage benefit but you're doing it now under the guidance and request of the user as opposed to in an argumentative fashion as to why the decision they want to make is a poor one. So this allows them to choose and allows them to engage in the conversation. And I always find that people love to buy more than they love to be sold. And I think this gives them a way to take agency over the sale to educate themselves, but in a way that they don't feel like they're being sold to. On a secondary level, after all that's been said and done, let's say your customer does choose um, to buy the consumer grade gear and wants to provide that to you. My second piece of advice on this is I always used to add in uh, a, a fee for OFE equipment. Anything that was owner furnished equipment, I would add a seven to 10% handling fee on. And the reason being is that you're taking liability by handling their gear. Your two guys coming in the room decide to, you know, or accidentally drop a television um, as they're trying to put it on the wall. You have no margin profit or money to replace that display unless it comes right out of your bottom line. Now, if you're providing gear and you did that, yes, you would still have the same liability. However, you've made money on the job and those pieces of equipment and those margins offset your liability. So it makes a lot of sense to say, hey, in case something happens, we usually charge seven to 10 percent as a handling fee to um, to install gear that's provided by somebody else. Uh, It gives you a way to add a little bit of profit back in. Many times you're not making more than 7 to 10% on something like a display anyway, and the customer still gets to provide the gear they want to provide. So this has been Selling AV. Think of it as your five-minute sales manager, and you're welcome.